0: Warning! This podcast may contain naughty language, including the C-word. Lister discretion is advised. Hey everybody, if you tuned to shingles, that's where we talk music trending news. Game sports, current affairs, and anything else that pops into our brains. I am Dave Shingler, and when no one else can understand me when everything i do is wrong oh oh, i'm sorry he gives me hope and (laughs) consolation he gives me strength to carry (laughs) on and i can do the whole song if you want and he's always there (laughs) to lend a hand in everything i do that's the wonder
1: the wonder of you it's Claire and Buley. Hey, and we were born within an hour of each other. Our mother, our mother said we could be sister and brother. Your name was Deborah. It never suited you. Welcome to Shingles List. How are you Shingles doing? List.
0: I'm alright. Tomorrow? I are you all right? Yeah, How's yeah, your
1: bank holiday weekend, Ben? Um, slow and steady. Slow and steady. Yeah, nothing
0: overly exciting. Um, Same. The Friday was uh, was as exciting as it got, and then. Saturday and Friday isn't really part of the bank holiday, let's face it. No. Uh, neither Saturday. Uh, didn't really do anything constructive on Saturday. And uh, didn't really do anything yesterday either. Um, and Monday. Monday Today's been a day of, of just getting like boring stuff done. Yeah, uh, Completely forgetting it was the bank holiday. And I had to do some shopping. And then remembering mid-afternoon that it's bank holiday. And having that like oh my God, it's bank holiday Monday, all the shops close panic thing that people still have. And then realise that, yes, the shops do close, but not until like six o'clock. Not until
1: so. six. It's yeah. yeah it's so not, it was fine. It's not the 50s. No. Yeah. I've had pretty much an equally an equally um, boring weekend. Right. I've done the football school standard Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Done the football training of the Sunday afternoon um The kids all had stuff do. I've got. I did. I had a great day on Saturday, which we'll go into. um I had a little bit of an experience day again. Ooh, Ooh and then today done nothing. So I'm a little bit. I I get dead. I, I'm not going to say I'm, I get. I can feel anxiety. I don't I need, when I'm doing nothing. I'm like
0: I need oilless chair.
1: When I'm doing, yeah, <laughs> when I'm doing nothing, I feel the need to do something. Yes, with you, one hundred percent with you. We need to do something productive. <clears throat> yeah, um, it's not anxiety; it's called boredom, I think.
0: Yeah. Do, so does that sometimes hit you at the most inconvenient time as well?
1: Yeah, like that. It that, hit me at three o'clock yesterday afternoon.
0: Yeah, that happened to me last night, mm. where I'd, I'd done nothing all day, and then all of a sudden, it was like I need to do something productive, and um, I ended up. Um, my me, me amplifier on my stereo, my hi fi blew up a few weeks mm. ago, if you remember me saying, because yeah, of the yeah. heat. Um, <clears throat> but I've got Old Faithful, as I call it, mm. stored away upstairs. And the, the, this amplifier, it's an amplifier receiver which I've had since I was about, I'd say, about 11 years old. <laughs> it's um, like it's now. Oh, I need me again. Yeah, it <laughs> is. Well, it was me, it was my uncle's from like the 70s, I want to say. Wow. Um, and then he, he passed it on to me. Uh, In the 90s, this amplifier, he gave me a turntable as well. And if I'd have known now, if I'd have known then, sorry, what I know now about turntables, I'd still own this turntable. But because I was a child and I didn't know how to, like, fix things and how to set them up properly, um, I I, I ended up just throwing it away because it was quote-unquote broke. and I didn't know what to do with it. So it it got slung, which um, is a shame because it's... It was a really nice old school fully manual Technics turntable. As with um, things
1: in life, it's worth fourteen billion pounds. Yeah, today. yeah, it
0: <laughs> would be worth a hell of a lot of money today, like. But um, it ended up getting slung. Um, it wouldn't have suited my needs. Uh, I would have probably sold it on. But um, yeah. but yeah, it was a beautiful turntable, and so yeah, I went and dusted off old trusty. And um, I had to rewire my speaker wires, because it's different connectors, because it's old on the back. Um, so I had to buy some mm. connectors for that, because I haven't used it for years. So I wired all them up, and it all only be cleaning out. Set all that up. Um, and then, in doing that, that led me to having to tidy a few things up. And then I just went on this mad, like, why is everybody leaving everything everywhere in this house? Yeah. God damn it, kind of thing,
1: and... You're bored, so you drag the entire, entire household house down into with you. it. Yeah, yeah, I'm the same. Um,
0: so I yeah, I had one of them last night. But good news is the uh, the the amplifier is set up, and uh, it sounds bloody lovely.
1: Well, I I had one of them. I'd say once a month. I'd call. I call it the menopause. Yeah, the manopause. The menopause. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Cheers. Thanks very much. Um, and all of a sudden. There's loads of jobs that should have been completed at least 12 months ago (laughs) that I haven't done. I know that one. And I'm still angry, but I can't be angry at myself. Yeah. So yesterday I ripped up all the weeds. There's no weeds. There is no weeds near our house now. Um, Jet washed all the front, all the back, all the windows, and then got lovingly told during completion of said task and everything was put away. That and Mr. Bits. Oh. We're yet to speak. <laughs>
0: oh, Mr. Bear.
1: We're yet to speak. Oh, mate. <laughs> that, oh, that, that, that'll happen free. at some point tomorrow.
0: Um, do you want to see what I christened the uh, the amplifier with? Yeah. Do you want to see? I
1: want to see what you christened it with.
0: Flip this around. It's probably the sexiest album of
1: Silk Sonic,
0: of last, Bruno uh, Mars, and
1: Anderson Pack. Yeah, yeah. With special guest host, is that Bootsy Collins? Bootsy
0: Collins, yeah. It's oh man,
1: I love this one. Is this Bruno Mars doing his cultural appropriational the, best to carry on?
0: It's the um, you, you know the tracks. It's, uh, <laughs> I, it's I, know, I, know, I know, I know, I know,
1: I know, I uh, know.
0: It's a beautiful album.
1: It's um, just Bruno Mars as that poster child yeah. for cultural appropriation. It's taken um,
0: it's taken way too long to get it out on record as well. It yeah. was released like November last year. It's really good. Um, but yeah, it came out on Friday on uh, on record, so I marched myself up to uh, um, HMV. First time I bought a record from HMV since I was ten, I think. Um, and uh, yeah, picked that one up. Beautiful, like it though. Yeah, I love it, mate. Yeah, I've, I've I thought I thought it was wicked when it came out. Like I really like it. Um, as soon as I saw that the record was getting released, I'm like, I need to get that when it comes out. Um, but here's something stupid. That is the limited edition alternate album art um it's like almost like negated um and for some stupid reason it that was cheaper than the standard version no idea why, why. no idea why it was like three quid cheaper it's the only reason i got that that cover because it was cheaper so than the try to and push that version. version out a little bit no no idea man but i wasn't complaining
1: save <clears throat> three quids three quid mate no you know what i mean so you're off work all week. <laughs> no, which you, no. I'm, I'm back in work when tomorrow. You're off work last week. Oh, last week. Last week. Last yeah, week yeah, I was, yeah, 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 yeah. Because you get the same as the schoolie. So, what have you done on your week off?
0: Uh, last week was um, right. So it was my birthday. Yeah. There the, we go. We'll the get Tuesday, there. You yeah. never
1: celebrate your birthday. You not know? really. No. No. You I, keep it so quiet. And I it's used like, to. I go oh, um, Christ, it's Dave's birthday, and then I feel bad all day because you you've kept quiet about it. it. You remembered? <laughs> I would um, remember. Do one thing I've noticed as well is, um, if it wasn't for Facebook, I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, well,
0: that's the thing, isn't it? Like, and, and this is the other thing as well I've noticed about Facebook. Um, I used to do this like joke thing. It started years ago when when I'd not long been on Facebook, and um, it started with the um, thanks to everybody for the birthday messages on Facebook. Yeah. Um, Facebook, hey, so much cheaper than a card. Uh, and then I put, but if you'd all like to throw me the quid that you've saved uh, by not buying a card, that'd, that'd be ace. Um, and then every year, like on the day after my birthday, I'd compare it to the previous year and it'd be like, oh, 85 birthday wishes this year, a couple more than last year, must be popular. And <laughs> and this, this carried on for a couple of years and then it, I just got bored of it and stopped. But, one of the things I noticed is, I you can't write on my wall on Facebook. Um, when I shut all the Facebook down, um, I started off by not um, getting rid of it completely, and just kind of closing it down so I couldn't accept friend requests, and yeah. you couldn't write on the wall. It was just kind of there you know, for me to stay in touch with some people in the groups that I'm part of, and to run the Facebook page and the band that I was in at the time. And I shut it all down to bare minimum, and... When you can't write on somebody's wall... As the years go on, the birthday wishes get less and less and less because <laughs> you have to make a bit of an effort. You can't just can't just like click on if you because it's all on phones now. It was back on the uh, it was on like you know desktop and 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 whatnot when I first did it. But as you're scrolling through and you see somebody's left somebody a birthday wish, you're like oh so you click on that person's name and it says it's such an it's Tom's birthday right on right wall. on their wall yeah. Well, you can't do that with mine because you can't write on the wall. So the second you put that obstacle there and you make it a little bit more difficult for somebody to wish you a happy birthday, um, they just stop wishing you a happy birthday. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so you really have to, like, kind of put a bit more... It's not even that much more effort. You can write on your own wall and tag me in it. You
1: virtualized cards. Yeah.
0: You can write on your own wall and tag me in it, which a couple of people did, or you can just inbox me, because yeah. like, my birthday
1: still comes oh, up. Or do what I did and put it in your story and just, ta- yeah, and you just can, tag yeah, you in.
0: Yeah, you can put it in your story, um, or you can just inbox me. So, yeah, all them... And it got me thinking, like, all them years ago where I used to write, all oh, 85 birthday wishes... This year I got I think it was four, maybe five.
1: Would have hit a bit like, to fiver then.
0: And you know what? This sounds horrible to me as well. And when I say it out loud, it does sound a bit horrible. But Whenever I see somebody, it's somebody's birthday on Facebook. Nine times out of ten, I don't, I just don't wish them a happy
1: birthday. Oh yeah,
0: I just kind of scroll past it and go, oh yeah, happy birthday. But-
1: I'm the opposite. I am. I'm regardless <laughs> of whose birthday I have, regardless of whenever I haven't seen them. If I'm up early, if I'm up at nice and early in the morning, I'm all showered. I click on <laughs> and it's like, oh, it's it's Fred's birthday. I don't know. I haven't spoke to Fred since we were twelve. I'll still write on him. Happy birthday, buddy. All the best. Yeah, a little may- birthday cake.
0: Maybe I'm just miserable. Maybe I need to get a grip and stop being so miserable. Uh, you see
1: I'm too. internally miserable. <laughs> I you project, just project positivity. Project
0: positivity like yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So I'm <clears throat> I'm the guy. I I'm internally miserable. So yeah. I'll be like, "Oh, you're all right. You're all right. Oh, fantastic. It's so nice to see. You. I'll see you later." Prick. That, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, if I see somebody in the street that I haven't
0: seen for years or whatnot, I'll stand and have a full-blown conversation, and I'm, and I'm not doing it just to be nice. I'm yeah. genuinely interested in whether this person's okay, what they're doing with their life.
1: With, no, I you know do just mean? to be nice.
0: And, <laughs> but I've learned over the years that if I'm not interested in, in said person, in what they're up to, in whether they're okay or not, then I just don't engage in the conversation. I say hello... And I say you're right, and then I wait for the response, and then I go anyway. i it shoot, and I walk off, mm. you know. But if it's somebody who you know I was close friends with, or I'm genuinely like in you know concerned or interested or want to know if they're okay and whatnot, then I'll stand and have that conversation. Um, but I used to do it all the time with everyone, and then realize that this—I don't know. Maybe it's selfish. Maybe I should get a grip and yeah. actually make more of an effort, but. I don't know it's just like I did start kind of reining it in a little bit and just kind of keeping you know the circle close yeah um, i'm yeah. I'm
1: quite the same. The downside is of having a close circle <clears throat> is well, it's a close circle mm-hmm. it's all it's all pretty much the similar story, so i I've reined it all the way in, and now I'm chucking the odd thing out again, yeah, to try and expand it a little bit mm-hmm. to stop being mm-hmm. so internally miserable, mm. Yeah. So project positivity. Project positivity. Internalize, internalize yeah. positivity. Okay. Not going, oh, here we go again.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm a bit like my nan.
0: Okay.
1: I've found that, I've found over the years. Hmm. Yeah. She'd be like, oh, you're right. And then, in, in like, behind her eyes, she'd be going, oh, for God's sake. God's sake, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I got that, thing. man. I got that. Something else that I'm doing and I'm constantly telling myself stop to do is this. <laughs> <laughs> like just whenever I get up and this isn't something that I noticed I was doing and who does a joke about this there's a comedian is he oh, Billy I Connolly know. I think it's Billy Connolly as you get older you start making a noise yeah, standing yeah. up and sitting down yeah. I'm now focusing on not making said noise oh I don't know man I think that's just that's just part of it's the beauty of, of getting older you're allowed to
0: make these noises but I
1: haven't really got anything that hurts Mm. It's just sitting down and standing up.
0: I know, but it's more of an effort these days, isn't it, Cleon? Granted, know,
1: it is more of an effort of an these effort. days. I can't just However,
0: spring up like I used to. <laughs> I was I, sat on the floor we never, had last I've, night. I've, and... I
1: don't recall a day where I've ever rolled back on my shoulders and flipped to my feet. I, I don't remember any. <laughs> I've got no recollection of that day ever being present, Dave. Yeah. I When's I used... it ever been easy getting to his feet? I used to just spring up when I was a
0: teenager. <laughs> you did, it. Yeah. Um... I was quite athletic back in the day, but um, which day? I noticed before before I discovered kebab and all that. I was like, I was right skinny, mini. Um, but we we've bought a um, uh, a floor cushion kind of thing. It's mm. big ass cushion for sitting on the floor on. Mm. Um, and I was sat on it last night. And I had to get up to get something out the kitchen, and honestly, I was like a turtle on my back. I yeah. was just like, okay, I need to give myself a bit of momentum, get a sway on like Did any and, your family output just watching giggle and no, just point. There was no, there wasn't even any giggling or pointing. They just like it was judged.
1: just normal, just watched like, and judged.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Dad can't get up again. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but I think that's just part of it. it. It's just part of growing up, man. You're allowed to make these noises and. The, and it's like tennis players swinging for the ball you make the noise cuz it adds to the it adds i don't it does it physically add to how no. you're going to hit the ball or is it a psychological thing if i make this noise i'm going to hit the I ball i even on
1: heard it. myself as i was sitting down the other day it went the release, isn't it? Inkly on what are you doing
0: it's the release of tension you build up if i'm doing the tennis thing but you're swinging you've tensed everything up and as you swing it's... and you Release that tension, it's a way of getting it out of your system. Obviously, I'm comparing world class athletes to standing sitting up, sitting and standing. Yeah. This is exactly you're what you're at, doing. You're looking at the guy who tore his bloody meniscus at the top of Forest Park Hill by standing up,
1: like you're looking at the other guy that slipped his disc from sneezing.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and that's the one. Isn't it? It's fucking little things like that where you do you just do something that's done every I'll single never day, forget in life. That. you cough and pull your neck. It's like, <coughs> No. <laughs> I'll, I'll never
1: forget. I was, I was 30 years old. I, I'd done me back in at football anyway, so there was already back damage. Mm-hmm. I was walking through my kitchen, and I went, achoo! achoo, really loud, and I woke up in hospital. Wow. It was, a sim- it, it, was it was the biggest sneeze I've ever done. <laughs> and apparently, I just collapsed the moment I sneezed. I just went, achoo, Out gone. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> yeah,
0: so it's just yeah, it's just oldness. Old, it? it's, it's just getting growing up. It's growing up. That's what we're doing. We're growing up, and we're getting grey, and we're getting old. And we need to embrace these things.
1: Like, we we we're going to embrace the but, noise,
0: but yeah, let's let's embrace it with positivity.
1: Yes, not grumpiness. Not positivity. Positive, it's positive noises. Positive noises.
0: Oh. Yeah, <laughs> I enjoyed that, and that made me feel warm. Well, my first year cycling. Oh,
1: yeah, it was very, nice, very nice. Every time we stand and sit down.
0: Um, yeah, so I had a birthday.
1: <laughs> I got a bit older. Um, how old were you? Uh, 38. 38. 38
0: this time. thirty-eight. Uh, not quite not quite in the 40s just yet. Looking mm. forward to it, though. Um, do you know what? A lot of people, when I turned 30, I know a lot of people when they turned 30, they had this bit of existential crisis, mm. and um, they really didn't want to turn 30. It was like the worst thing that was going to happen. I embraced it. I was um, happy with 30. Yeah, 30 was fine. And, and I, I embraced it by way of, like, I, I just turned it to me, dad. I stopped caring about what people thought and just said what... It was eight, beauty, that was for me. Um, yeah, I enjoyed turning 30. I've noticed, though, I know it's only been eight years, but I have noticed the last few years I am getting older. The hair's gone grey. Uh, it's nearly there. The beard's gone greyer. Um, you know, things are aching. I've got, I've got a few wrinkles in the old eyes. You know what I mean? It's... Um, it's all starting clean on. It's all starting. Of getting a little bit thin at the back of the <laughs> Do you know where it
1: really catches you off guard as you at your 40s? Sleep. Does it? If you haven't got to sleep by 11 o'clock at night right. and you've got to be up before 8, just forget about it. Yeah. You need to be asleep way before 11 o'clock the moment you at your 40s. I've
0: already fallen into the world of... And like, I'm a night owl. I've already fallen into the world of like 4 o'clock sleeps when you get home I get see, home from work and you I see I sit, you see you to mess the, yourself right up here know, Dave. Yeah. you're going to mess yeah, yourself right it, up it, it fucks it all up you're sitting on the soap Shingles list has become all yeah. people
1: matters <laughs> you made
0: you made yourself a brew you know come home from work you made yourself a brew it's about Fierce four mistake, o'clock first mistake
1: caffeine keeps you up all night nice.
0: and and you I sit on the settee and I put the tally on and then next thing you know, my head's just dropping nope. And then I've had an hour sofa nap and I've just messed it up for the rest of the night.
1: <laughs> see, two hour sofa, two days sofa naps will mess your entire week up. <clears throat> I
0: know, I know, I've been there. I've been can't there. Can't
1: recover from it. Anyway, I've got a new addiction. Oh. And it's silly facts. Silly facts? Strange facts that sound true. No, Sorry, strange no. facts that sounds bollocks, sound but bollocks but are actually true. But are actually true. There we go. We need swear more now because I'm trying to, like, not swear and it just makes no sense when I don't swear, so I'm going to keep it in. Uh, so facts that sound a load of bollocks but are actually true. Okay. I like these. Did you know Cleopatra lived closer to the inventions of the iPhone than she did the pyramids? I did know that. Did you?
0: Yeah, but although it wasn't... It wasn't the iPhone that I, that was used in, in the version of it I heard, but, you know, you're talking the space of about 20 years. So,
1: Did um, you also know mammoth roamed, roamed, mammoths roamed the Earth also around that time? When? The pyramids were built. When the pyramids
0: were built. No, I didn't know that.
1: They didn't go extinct till over a 1,000 years after the pyramids were oh, built. Oh, wow.
0: wow. It's, it is strange how we... Uh, how we Construct this idea of history and time in our own heads. Mm. Like it's like dinosaurs, isn't it? You know what I mean? there's like certain certain breeds. Is that the breeds of
1: dinosaurs? It's like the Stegosaurus Um, in the Tyrannosaurus Rex are the same distance apart to us and the Tyrannosaurus Rex. Yeah, yeah.
0: You just you you think you watch? You know, obviously you watch like Jurassic Park and stuff like that. Um, Or Disney movies. Oh, The Land Before Time. Oh. 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 Pitchy. Talk to me about that. And... And all these dinosaurs are all living together and whatnot, but that's just how it's been shown to us as yeah. we've grown up. But there's, you know, there's like that dinosaur would not be there with that dinosaur because that dinosaur was extinct before that dinosaur came along.
1: This is absolutely true, and this is why I've got so. In, this is but why it, I've got it, so invested the, in these little silly facts. In
0: our heads, it all happened at the same time.
1: Here's another one. <laughs> Go on. Saudi Arabia imports its camels from Australia.
0: Wow. No. Yeah. Get
1: Yeah No, no. 100% true. Saudi Arabia. I've fact checked import all of these. Import
0: camels from Australia. They
1: import their camels from Australia. Why? Because that's where they're born. Oh, man. That's where they get the camels from. Hippo pink. Hippo milk is pink. Is it really? Yeah. That sound, that's ace. I just want to got that. Cookie Monster's real name, Sid. Like the character? Yeah. It's called Sid? The character's actual name is Sid. But no, not we all know him as the Cookie, cookie monster. monster, yeah. Because he loves. I didn't cookie. even know he had a name. It's called Sid. Wow! You'll know this, carrots were originally purple.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I get, um, I get quite passionate about the about the carrot. Cleon. so do I. Um, I'm, I'm a bit annoyed that we've been um, groomed to. Um, <laughs> to think, I feel the same yeah, way about bananas, mate. To think, so. to think that carrots are long and. Fat at one end and thin at the other, and orange yeah. and perfect because they're not. Yeah. And I would much prefer to have wonky carrots and different coloured carrots that uh, you know
1: suit the soil they were brought up.
0: Yeah, in. yeah. In 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 the supermarkets, and, yeah. and I prefer that with all my vegetables actually. Why do we have to have perfectly shaped vegetables? You know what I mean? Like like banana. like mushrooms. You know, you, you buy a punnet of mushrooms from somewhere. A, why the fuck am I buying a punnet of mushrooms? Why is it in plastic and then plastic shrink wrap? Just give me a paper bag. And why are they all the same bloody size and shape? I want, I just want some mushrooms. I'm going to chop them up and, and right. fry them in a bit of butter. Like they don't need to be the perfect shape. Give me some wonky mushrooms. Give me some wonky carrots. Give me vegetables that have been grown and not. Grown to a specific, like you see, they make fucking square watermelons in Japan.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. just wow. It's just stupid. Why? It's just genetic on a genetic. Stupid just give scale. me,
0: give me a, some wonky vegetables. These are the same weird. guys that did Corona.
1: I like him. Um,
0: <laughs> I do like it when you do when you get a carrot though. That's that's been um, mixed up with the with all the other carrots, and it's and it's two two carrots that yeah. link into one, and then there's a little nubby. There's a little nubby. Looks, looks like it looks like a little cock. It's like cock and legs.
1: The word, <laughs> the word, swims yeah. has a secret. The
0: word swims
1: has a secret. You can turn it upside down either way around; it'll still spell the word swims.
0: Swim. Hey, hey. Well, hey, well.
1: See. Now, this is a bit controversial. Not once did anyone ever refer to Humpty Dumpty as an egg.
0: No. Yeah. I um, I've thought of that before. It doesn't say it in the rhyme. No it? mention of an egg anywhere. No mention are you? of an
1: egg. yeah. No. Nope. Yeah. Luke, nope. just an assumption that he was an egg. The unicorn is the national animal of Scotland. Is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like he's that. gonna go straight onto Google for that. There's more tigers in Texas than than anywhere else in the world. I can believe back and believe that. All yeah.
0: Fairness. This is true. Is that like um, rich oil tycoons that have just bought? Yeah. Yeah. Tigers. dude right you know how um you know how how our phones listen to us and everything that we say i've literally typed national animal and it's finished the word and it's finished the word of scotland
1: yeah Uh, it's the unicorn oh my good god okay it rains diamonds in sat on saturn and jupiter yeah i can believe that if you say jesus backwards it sounds like sausage (laughs) <laughs> yeah, there we go. That one. Peanuts and not nuts. I knew that. Do you know Growing why? I, in the ground? Do you know why I know that? Why do you know that? My son's got a peanut allergy. Of course he has. Now ah, here's a question. Is he allergic to peanuts? Yeah. He's got a peanut allergy and a nut allergy.
0: And I, I made I made the not nuts. I made the statement in front of the uh, nutritionist staff. Oh, uh, did pe- you do the cocky dad thing? I went, peanut nut, it's all the same, isn't it? And she went, No. I went. What she goes? Peanuts technically a pea, and yeah, uh, a nut. and then nuts are nuts. I went.
1: Really? She went. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Did you go? So is he allergic to peanuts? Will we ever know? No, he is. Yeah. Has anyone got any peanuts? Yeah, he's like- fully. He's he's <laughs> um,
0: he's fully allergic to peanuts. Yeah, he's like death allergic to peanuts. Yeah, no, I know, I know. I'm, I'm, all, I'm, all, I'm
1: only playing around. Um, you can't swallow three times in a row. Tried that. I've tried yeah. that. You can't do that. I've tried it many times last night while mm. I was writing this list out game,
0: and then you nearly die. Yeah. Oh
1: no! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! You really can't. One one after the other. Just the two's quite a, quite mm-hmm. a difficult one to get going. Uh, did you know uh, pineapples are grown in, on the floor? Yes. And sprouts are grown in trees. Yes. That just baffles my little yeah. head. That does. Did
0: you fall then?
1: What yes, I nearly fell off my chair then. <laughs> Everything in my pocket shifted to the right. I and your I nearly arms went, go. And I nearly went flying. <laughs> um, did you know something, that, a guaranteed glass of fresh water that you drink from your tap today has passed through a dinosaur at, at some point in history? A, a glass of water? The water that you drink from a tap
0: has passed through a it's dinosaur.
1: guaranteed to have passed through a dinosaur at some point in time.
0: Okay, I can believe that.
1: Yeah? Yeah. Do you believe that? I can
0: believe it, uh, but through, you know, evaporation and rain and whatnot, it doesn't just... Water doesn't just disappear, does it? It evaporates and then it goes back up and then precipitation and all that stuff. I paid attention in science.
1: Every single odd number has something in common. Um, I know this.
0: It's got the letter E in it.
1: Yeah. Yes. Where does the word helicopter come from? I uh, don't know. See, a lot of people think it's heli and copter, but it's not. It's hello, meaning spiral. Okay. And pity, meaning with wings. Okay. Like a pterodactyl. Like a. Does t- that. Yeah. Is
0: this like Latin or something? Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, that's where the name helicopter comes from. And the pyramids are as old to all, as old to the Romans as the Romans are to us. Oh, okay. So just in, yeah, yeah. The other way the around. The other way around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's just some. I've, I've hit you with them quick twenty. I'm going to hit you with another twenty next week. Oh wow. No, like, I, I absolutely, enjoyed that. Yeah, no, I, I've got a right inkling to really silly facts. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, I've got some really, I've got some worse ones than that. But I thought I'd start off light and then work up disgusting as we went.
0: No, so, some of that though, like when you, especially like the his, historical ones and time frames and all that. Um, you. It is quite fascinating to think because, you know, when you think of like you know, Cleopatra and pyramids and, yeah. and all that kind of stuff, like it's it, my head just kind of like I, I mean, I, I, I
1: struggle remembering what bloody year it is. And, you know, it's it's like everybody thinks Cleopatra would have been there at the beginning part of the pyramids. Yeah. No, it like no it's like thousands not of years it's before case, that. Yeah.
0: I, I liken this to um, I put this reel up on Instagram a couple of years ago. Um, so if we. Uh what year are we in now? Twenty twenty two. So um if my if, if if a kid comes up to me now and talks to me about, let's say, Take That. Yeah. Have you heard of this band called Take That? That's the equivalent of me thirty years ago asking me dad if I'd heard about the Beatles.
1: Yeah. And I've got a worse. It's one, the same
0: I. time frame, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I've we, got a one that made me feel really if, old actually. And if somebody's
0: talking to me about Take That or Oasis or, you know, any of them Britpop kind of bands, to me that happened last week. That was everything was ten years it was ten years ago, that was ten years ago. And so but when I'm to, when I spoke to my old man about the Beatles, you're like, my head like that was you know, Years and, years and years and years and years and years and years and years ago. And to me, Dad, he would just be feeling exactly the same as I feel when, when some kid goes, you did this boy band, take that.
1: Are your seats, belts fastened, and your upright trays in the position where you're needing them to feel old? Okay, cool. The Lion King has been released closer to the moon landings than it is closer to today.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: I know, man. I
0: was so crazy. beautiful. It's crazy, <laughs> I, I I do like to um I do like to do that with music as well because A it shows you it shows you how um how quickly music developed yes. from like I'd say from let's say the forties, fifties, and and then from there it was like boom as technology advanced and whatnot and how fast music developed. Um but I, I always liken it to there's the same amount of time. Let me work this out again. There's the same amount of time between um, Neil Sedaka and, let's say, Cliff Richard's movie. Yeah. Um, and the Sex Pistols that there is between the Sex Pistols and Limp Biscuit.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean. It's what I'd love to do for a very, very long and probably an episode. What we could do with filming Mm -hmm. is just chronically music and just the social ramifications, the cultural ramifications of music. Because from where we've been very, very fortunate in our lifetimes, just Mm -hmm. just from my opinion, because we'd already the world had already gone through. The birth of rock and roll, etc., etc., heavy metal, and we came quite and on the back of what was punk rock and Mm -hmm. etc. So all our parents were part of that movement. So we were the products of this movement, Mm -hmm. and I think music, all the way up to about 2017, was probably defining. I think it's been crap since. Um, yeah, but I do. I have got a genuine. I'm sure I can put a case book together for 2016. This is the end, as far as we know <laughs> it. Uh, as far as just music expanding, the birth of hip hop, the birth of rock, metal, etc. We can you can you can chronicle it all. I think that would be a great episode, I would. Yeah,
0: and um it, there's a lot that you I mean that could be a
1: podcast. It's a very big podcast. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that could be a, a podcast series in all fairness on its own, you know what I mean. Um and I think I'm I'm not 100% I need to read the um syllabus again, but my next module in my degree I, I do believe we touch on music history.
1: Yeah.
0: Um which is something that that does interest me. I I've never been a big fan of history as a whole subject but like getting into little parts of history like um in one of the modules i did we we did a bit of um, religious history mm-hmm. and it was the history of religion in england yeah. um and i really enjoyed that like just that religious history side of things um and music history is something i've, I've studied before um and and it really is like and and like you said, coming at it from a like a cultural side as well, not just the history of music but how it impacted culture mm. um and um you know that you that literally could be a, a podcast series in its own right um It's funny you should mention that actually because I've been listening to a podcast called uh, Roots in the Vine, yeah and it's about um like neo soul it's like a modern like soul um in funk kind of podcast mm-hmm. and uh and i i really like it because it's it's opened me up to some new um new music stuff that i wouldn't have known about uh, but on the latest episode they actually had um what's his name mark mark hill is it mark hill For, who was uh, part of the original artful dodger yeah and it was a um, it, I found i thought it was brilliant because you know that whole kind of garage and two-step movement in the uk was r- around like when i was mid to late teens um so you know quite influential on what i was listening to at the time the birth of um, dubstep and it was a it was a really really cool cool episode did you know if you go to a, a club and artful dodger a plane it's not artful dodger i didn't know this right um, it's not Artful Dodger. It's still a duo. Yeah, but it's not Artful Dodger. Because it's someone
1: who's purchased the name. It's
0: yeah. It's not the original Artful Dodger. So Artful Dodger was Mark Hill and Pete something. Can't remember. Um, but did they still get a take a bit then? No, they don't. They they don't own the name at all. So they ended up basically Mark left and then um, there was Pete and two other guys, and I think his name's Peter. Forgive me if that that's not right. Um, and then he left, but something happened where the name stayed with the label. So there's two guys that, literally go and do gigs and stuff as Artful Dodger and it, they're not not—they're not actually Artful Mildy Dodger Vanilla? they had nothing to do with the writing of all them classic two-step tracks and like you know Craig David's first album they had nothing to do with it uh, and you, they, had, they do interviews and stuff and they get asked about what it was like to work with young Craig David and whatnot they didn't they don't know Because it wasn't them, but it was really cool because um, they do something called in every episode. They do like something called the deep dive, Mm. and they get into like um, the origins of 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 whatever they're talking about. So it was like the origins of of UK garage, but the uh, Steve, one of the presenters, he took it right the way back to like 1979. Um, and chronologically went through like these acts and artists and songs, and in um, and, in and and, and brings it right up to what happened and how it evolved, how this evolved into UK garage and, and two step, um, and it was super interesting. And some of the songs that they played as well, stuff I haven't heard for twenty plus years, and it just brings back floods of memories of being in like you know Rosie O'Brien's on a Sunday night, you yeah. know what I mean, and. Um, but it was a cracking episode. But it was really cool, like to, to have that history side of it as well, and how that how it was all influenced, how it in how it culturally influenced the UK as well. Um, so yeah, it is something I'd love to get into stuff like that. But yeah, it, no, it is. It's a, it's a big field.
1: It, it's a um, big field. It's a lot of studying, and you've got to have got it all right because there's a lot of people right by on standby to go. Yeah. That's my icon. I'm gonna tell you you're you wrong.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna tell you you're you wrong. Yeah. Um and I'm all up for that and all that. <laughs> if I've got something wrong, just tell me. Yeah. Um yeah, on the subject of music, uh, on the on Friday night, uh, I went to watch uh, a guy called John Darley. His record's there actually just on the on the player. Um John, if you if you don't know John Darley or don't know don't know the name, he's a local um local artist. I think he I think he's Stoke local. He's like Stoke or if he's not Stoke, he's like
1: it could be Canick,
0: yeah, Leak, you know, <laughs> could be Canick, Con- could kind be kind Leak, thing, could you know be Congleton, I mean? <laughs> yeah. He's lo- he's a local artist, but he's been he's been around for years and years and years. It feels like forever you know, for me. Uh, I love his tracks. Uh, I think he's a really really good songwriter. He's got a really good vision, um, and uh, he's done some some blinding tracks. Uh, used to play him when we were on Six Towns Radio, mm. um, and uh, I believe I've played his tracks on the podcast before as well um I mean, you have. Uh, anyway he's uh finally finished and released his album um and friday was the launch party for the physical release mm-hmm. um so it, it's up on spotify and apple music and all that um but he's had records and cds produced um through situation records now i first got involved with situation when i was in my vote of confidence the band and uh, they started to put gigs and stuff on it, the Foxlow Art Centre in mm-hmm. Leek, um, and I knew. I don't know if Paul Oldfield is still part of the situation or not, but it was a group of music enthusiasts and DJs and stuff that put this group together to promote, you know, local music and whatnot. And Paul was a presenter on Moreland Radio uh, back then, um, and we we'd been on the show on his show a few times, so we knew him through that. And we went and did a gig at, at the Foxlow. No, I haven't been there since then, and like going back there on Friday, it's completely changed. It's it's so much better than what it was when, when we originally played there. And it's re- a really intimate venue. It's quite long, the the room is the performance room, but it's a dead intimate venue. Um, and, um, yeah, it, w- it was a really good night, in all fairness. He had um, Pearl Fish and Joel Gardner supporting. Both were brilliant. Pearl Fish were kind of reminded me of... Um, Joni Mitchell somewhat, in all fairness. Mm. Um, and uh, Joe Gardner was just... He was brilliant. Was his it? guitar playing is phenomenal. Kind of like... I suppose you could compare him to like Newton Faulkner, in a way, uh, with the tapping and, and sliding and stuff like that, and using, using the body of the guitar as a percussion instrument. Um, and his songs were really, really good. And he did a real lively set as well. Apparently, he's got sad songs too, but he only played lively songs. And then... um, John came out and did his set as well and it was just a really good night Um, and like I say this record's finally out and it sounds amazing it's been produced really well it was recorded I think at Lower Lane Studios which uh, Sam Blore owns who's produced and mixed and mastered and recorded some of my favourite artists from this area uh, including a black Coast, just to name one of them mm-hmm. um and and yeah just a really good record and he's a really nice guy the first time i spoke to him he was busking outside spec in hanley and i watched a couple of songs and i went over introduced myself told him that you know I, I, we were still presenting on six towns then and i played some of his songs and i grabbed the cd off him while i was there um and, and yeah just just proper sound and really really good tracks so I, I want to encourage people to check his music out on, you know, whatever streaming platform you use. John Darley, D H A L I. about D-H-A-L-I. Mm. Um, I mm. hope I'm pronouncing that right, by the way. And, um, you know, check it out. And if you do like physical media like I do, then the records and, and CDs are available. Just, you know, find him on social media and the links are all there and grab one. I grabbed one on the night, which he uh, very kindly signed for me. Um, and the good thing about the record as well, it's pr- been produced in an eco-friendly way. So uh, everything's recy- recycled materials, including the vinyl itself. So the record itself has been made from offcuts and unused vinyl in the factory, uh, remelted down um, and then reused as, uh, as these records. So eco-friendly as well. Um, So, yeah, definitely recommend checking him out.
1: That's a lovely album as well. I used to love reading. The one thing I remember about my mum's vinyl collection, and the one thing I did more than anything with a stack of vinyls, and I've just done it with John Darley's album, is I read it more than I listened to it. Right, okay. 100%. Yeah. um, I was fascinated with, the, and I still am to this day, to a point, uh, reading the lyrics. Yeah. But not yeah. reading the lyrics of songs and then try and construct it as a song before I've heard the music.
0: one of the things that I loved and this is like from a musician's kind of point of view, I think um about having booklets and CDs and, mm. and records and whatnot. Oh, and the thank you, Beth. um Well, yeah, the, the notes. So, like, yeah. the, the thank yous are always good, but, I, you know, I want to know, where was it recorded? Yeah. Who engineered it? Who produced it? Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and, you know, who wrote the songs? Like, you know, you'd get the surnames of the people who wrote the songs. Are the songs, if it was a band, are they credited to the whole band? Or yeah. did one person write it? And I think, as much as I love records and you know obviously you can tell you know i love records but i think that's one of the advantages that like cds and even cassettes had over records is the booklets in cds you know what i mean they were yeah, thicker and they, they had death-thick. more information in them and you know pictures and everything some of them some of them were booklets some of them folded out and you don't really get that in records anymore, like older records, it'd be printed in the gatefold and stuff like
1: that. But and as this carbon footprint moves forward, you're going to get it less and less and, yeah. less, and yeah. less and less and less. It's going to die. There was, a, there was, I was, I remember a story now. I don't know if this, how much this is true about Kiss, mm-hmm. um, because my father was a vinyl collector as well as my yeah. mother, and I heard a tale. Though this is something that I remember from my youth. No one knew the identity of Kiss, and they used to play on it so much in a manner that on one of the albums they had the real identity on rice paper. Oh. Okay. But the moment the rice paper hit the air, you got rid of the identity of them, and no one knew who they were until one started smashing Diana Ross. Little uh, little tales yeah. like that I used to get from from the from the vinyl lot when I was younger, just from mm. rock, and I used to sit there, I remember looking at a Kiss album. Like it was, just like looking at it, like it was sacralent. You know what I mean? It was mm. wow. These guys used to, you know, in uh, that it was probably tales that like you tell an eight-year-old now when you you're just making stuff up just to make their eyes go wide. But Mate, really I... stuck with me that that story about the rice paper and kiss still still residence with me today.
0: When when
1: my lad was young, he would have been. Four,
0: three, four years old. Um, I was watching Kiss uh, live at the Rock and Ring, and it was around the uh, Sonic Boom album that they released. And um, it had just started, and the curtain was, the curtain dropped, and the band had come out. They were playing uh, Modern Day Delilah. and, and my lad, was a four-year-old lad, like turns around, he looks at the TV, and his eyes just went uh, dead wide, and he went, Dad. Are they superheroes? And I went, yes, son, yes, they are. <laughs> and since then, he was fascinated by them, and to this day, you know, they remain one of his favourite bands.
1: Well, um, that's, it is—it's quite strange how they're resident, though. That's—that's that's yeah. two generation completely. With well, you uh, think like it, the first yeah, album. Yeah, the first
0: album was what, nineteen seventy? You know what I mean? This would have been two thousand. What was I was made by uh was me? That for was seventy
1: nine. Was I that seventy
0: nine? Something like that. Seventy eight, seventy nine. See that's
1: the date that's that's why I residence so much with me. That's the year of my birth. Yeah. I think it was it was late seventies that one. It was the um, And I remember um, that Dynasty, so much. Um, Dynasty Dynasty. And it was only later on in life that I knew it was KISS. Mm. Cause I hadn't pulled yeah. the disco album. Yeah, yeah, yeah of Kiss and Kiss's back catalog. I hadn't put the two together in my mm. mind. It's a great. It's a great album that is as well. And I think if
0: you were a Kiss fan back in the 70s, then you probably wouldn't have liked that album because they really went commercial with it and mm. went disco, especially with that track they went disco. Um and this is something else, like about going through music like chronologically and whatnot. I I feel blessed that I was born at a time where when I was at the age where I could appreciate different styles of music, um, I'm not like pigeonholed into only liking one genre. Like, you know, if you're a metalhead, you can't appreciate pop music. And if, you know, if you, if you, um, you know, like mods and rockers and things like that, you know, I can sit here in 2022 and I can listen to hair metal. And grunge, which were you know the enemies, you see, know what I mean grunge killed hair metal, but I can listen to both of them and go, I fucking love Motley Crue and I love Soundgarden.
1: Like... No, you see, I've as you know I've walked that torrid line since the boy band wars yeah, of yeah, the, yeah. the boy band turf wars of nineteen ninety three. Yeah, um, because I was a huge take that fan. Yeah, uh, more so because it was prevalent in my life and my school. It was in my social yeah. circle at that whole time. And I used to read the... Who's writing these songs? Oh, someone writes boy band songs and all that type of stuff. And it was me getting into research just so I could go, well, no, actually, Mr. G. Barlow writes a lead singer for So Shut Your Face. Mm. And then that led to the 90s, which was an implosion of... Every style of music, all put together in a cocktail, shaken and then thrown in a league in a in a chart. Yeah, we had Limp Bizkit at number two. We had Christina Aguilera with Dirty at number one. We had Drayens Drayens yes. Slim uh, at number three and at number four. We had Snoop Dogg do pretty much the same as today's landscape, really. Um but we had all of these infusions, all of these different styles, mm-hmm. different acts, and I at that young age of 17, 18, 19, 20, just gorged on all of it. I was.
0: I I think the 90s was brilliant for music because there was so much going on. You know what I mean, and I think and it is like you know technology with technology advancing and with you know DJs and you can go back to the, the you know the, the garage thing as well and, and remixes and two step and but then you got Britpop going on as well. Yeah, you know we were in the we were coming to the tail end of grunge, like post grunge kind of thing, um, but it was still there. You know everything was was still relevant. You had boy bands blowing up and then you had girl bands and. And and there was no like kind of dominant force, so yes. to speak. You know what I mean? It, it, was, it was Britpop, it was, you know, indie rock and roll, it was, uh, it was boy bands, it was girl bands, it was garage, you know, and, and hip hop. And it, and it all that came out. Yeah. The, yeah. And then new metal, you know what I mean? It all kind of came out at the same, in the same kind of era. It was just a few years apart yeah. for each of them. And then, like you said, You know, you said 2017. Yeah. Um, But over...
1: I think it's about then.
0: Going into the 2000s, everything just kind of started sounding the same again. And I think we lost a lot of that, the different kind of styles and genres of music. And honestly, I think reality TV and things like The Uh X Factor and Pop Idol has got a lot to do with it. Because... you know, the, people are being told this is how you become famous. This is how you become a musician. This is how you get in the charts by standing in front of four people and and, and singing to them and letting them go. You know what? Yeah, you are good enough. We can we'll give you a record contract for one song, you know, and, and then nobody'll ever hear of you again. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the reasons that like the the music course at um, or the music college at Stoke on Trent College, the music venue. Um, closed down and Stoke on Trent College don't offer them BTEC music courses anymore because musicians weren't turning up to them people who wanted to be you know reality tv famous were turning
1: up to them and there was a massive amount of musical snobbery in that college. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I'm sorry, but from someone who went into that college, yeah, the teachers and a lot of the students were massive megalomaniacs.
0: Yeah, one hundred percent. It was it was full of them. But at least there were musicians. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah, what I mean.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was like,
0: um, and and it just got to the point. Apparently, I mean, I wasn't there, but it, I, I was told it got to the point where it, you know people weren't interested in learning about music. They wanted to learn how you became X Factor famous.
1: It was that place, when we were doing musical theory, what put me onto my digging obsession. So not I started to dig holes the moment I left the building. Um, Someone had said to me, I can't remember, did you know that if it wasn't for Elvis, there'd be no Beatles? If it wasn't for Al Jolson, there'd be none there. If it wasn't for this, there'd be none of this. If it wasn't for that, and, it did, and she did, I can't remember the lady's name. She did the correlation perfectly, mm-hmm. and it's something in that conversation. I just went, and then I went. So what you mean is, she went, yeah, exactly. And I went, so that's the actual. She went, yeah. And I thought, well, I don't have to turn up now. I don't. I went, that's the actual. I, <laughs> I don't need to know the theory if I've got the actual down any any juice and from the conversation we were having earlier on in this podcast it just fascinated me the the links from m m to elvis yeah the it's link all there there's a there's a defining link
0: it's all there
1: the link from elvis to the arctic monkeys mm-hmm. it, it's a massive massive yeah. link and it's there the link from the beatles to oasis
0: and all that' a bit eh?
1: more of an easier line than most but it's definitely there. The yeah.
0: link from the Beatles to Iron Maiden, you know, what I mean, yeah. that, that's one that I always always um, go for. the The one thing, and I, and I'm I'm not a snob about it, and I try. I don't want to say people's opinions are wrong because that's what they are their opinions. Um, but I think for anybody to say something like the Beatles were overrated, um, I can understand why. They would say that. That's opinion, but it is an opinion, yeah. Um And I always like, well, what sort of music are you into? I like, you know, thrash metal and new wave of British heavy metal and you know stuff like that. And 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 I'm like, you know, that wouldn't have existed without the Beatles and what they did. Yeah. It's not some. You might not like the music, but when you look at what they actually did with regards to like progression in the studio and new techniques and things yeah. that they were the first to do things first feedback recorded feedback from a guitar was a beatles track you know what i mean the first bit of recorded feedback from a guitar was a beatles track um, you know tape loops um, big, all this
1: them big stage endings all this don't all happen this if it's not for the
0: beatles kind of thing and then like one of the things i was remember is watching an interview with nico mcbrain from the drummer from iron maiden and it's like you know Everybody, there's so many bands that are influenced by Iron Maiden now. What were your influences? And it's like the Beatles, and that's for a load of like these bands, yeah, you know, that became popular and famous around the early 80s. It's like because you've got to think it was only 10 15 years previous, exactly. You know what I mean? If you that was
1: their heroes when they were children, you look
0: at an indie band that that came out in 2010. I can't think of any, but you think of an indie band that came out in 2010, and you say, who were your influences? And they're going to say Oasis. Ladies. You know what I mean? They're going to say Oasis, Blur, Shed 7, The Charlatans. Um, and that was only 10, 15 years previous. Uh And, you know, the, these, the, everything, it's all linked. You can, you can take it back as far as when it comes to popular music you can take you back decades and decades and decades and decades and it's all linked this person was influenced by this these were influenced by this this was influenced by this Um and, and all, if he wasn't for this you wouldn't have had this it's fascinating it's absolutely fascinating and it's, it's, it's brilliant And and I just feel really happy to live in an age where we can appreciate all these different genres and styles, and you don't have to pigeonhole yourself. Some people still do. And and to me, what I say, somebody people ask me, What's your guilty pleasure? and I go, I haven't got one. I don't believe in guilty pleasures. You know what I mean? If you like something, why are you gonna feel guilty about it? Yeah, when it comes to music, you uh-huh. know what I mean? Why are you gonna feel guilty about it if you like it? That's it's something that that you like, unless it's lost profits. You can't like the lost
1: profits yeah, anymore, I like Um, but. We've had that made perfectly clear.
0: To yeah, them. but don't be guilty <laughs> about it, you know what I mean?
1: Just don't run at, around singing it at the top of your voice. <laughs> yeah,
0: you, you, you're looking at a guy who's literally got, like, Take That records next to his Sepultura records, you know what I mean, because they're in alphabetical
1: order and S and T. And I've got right. no guilt over my music, you, you know, know what
0: I mean? that. And I, I've i just bought that Silk Sonic album, you yeah. know what I mean? I bought the John... John Darley record I bought some Gregory
1: Porter actually I do have a guilty pleasure oh go on The Trolls
0: The Trolls
1: yeah Anna Kendrick Justin Timberlake okay The Trolls album I okay. think it's fantastic
0: alright well don't don't feel guilty about get it back up then.
1: again just, just embrace it yeah I, you see embracing it's one thing when you're sat at a traffic lights and it's a sunny day and you've got all your windows down and you've got your suit on or your shirt on so that suit and you've got your shades on and you're looking in your rear view mirror and you're looking fat fantastic and you've got a little bit of hip-hop on nice summer breeze boom 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 and then the next song breaks i really hope i can do it because <laughs> they're all depending on me i thought i'm not going, even going to snig at the track because everyone's looking at me now so what do you think i did i just burst out in song yeah, that just do it, yeah so that is uh, my guilty pleasure but I think we should do a bit more of a deep dive into that one. Okay. Cause what, the is uh, not the Troyer, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not Anna Kendrick's. Anna Kendrick's got a great voice as well. She missed a Um No, just on the music and the formation and interpretation of music, and never touching your mark. Never for touching it, the mark. Never touch the mark again <laughs> for as long as we live. But anyway, Premier League. Yes, let's do some football. Let's do some football because I went somewhere on Saturday, Dave.
0: Oh, right, I'm going to Let me think. Did you go to
1: a football match? I did, I did. But before we get into the Premier League's fantastic action, let's get on to our local teams first. Port Vale lost one nil to Portsmouth, and Stoke City lost one. Uh, Stoke City 1-0. won one nil to Blackburn away. Okay, right, that's, that's that. yeah, out of the way. Right, yeah. so sorry, that's for you, Stoke City Port Vale fans. Stoke City, I've got the new manager. Uh, he used to be the manager. He uh, used to be the manager. Martin O'Neill got fired. They've got a new manager from the team we cannot mention. Yeah. A name yeah. I don't really care about. Um, is it Alex McLeish?
0: I, don't, I think he tells English want, anyway.
1: But... It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. But anyway, uh, on Saturday I attended a Premier League football match: Manchester City versus Crystal Palace, which was a very, very good match. It was uh, basically what I did. I took my nephew. Uh, to watch Manchester City versus Crystal Palace for a belated birthday present. Uh-huh. I told him I'd take him to a Liverpool match. Okay. But what I did, I did that famous uncle thing. I said, mate, I'll take you to watch Liverpool. And then what I didn't do was find out how extortionately impossible it is to get Liverpool tickets. <laughs> it's like, they're like gold dust. right? I don't know who the hell's going to Liverpool, but you need to calm down. Let someone <laughs> yeah. else have a Stop try. It. Stop so it. So anyway... I went to Man City. Absolutely brilliant in the city, some suites. So we got our three, we got to turn up, got our programme upon entrance, got our three course meal, got to sit down in the comfy seats. He had a bit of nice Victoria sponge, it was oh, huge, mate, beautiful. I love the Victoria sponge. And then we sat down, and the game started. So I put my hands behind my back. He's sitting on the edge of his seat. I am thinking, oh, Crystal Palace. This is going to be a nice, nice forty-five minutes of watching Manchester Crystal Palace two Manchester City nil. <laughs> this was the first half. So I sat there going, Oh, Holland's going to score, isn't he, Uncle Cleon? I am like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to score. Don't worry about it, Dext. Harland is going to score. I've told him he's going to score. So in my mind now, I've got an internal panic. Even though there's a guy on the betting stand offering me £10, Harland hat-trick, 4-2, so many thousands of pounds return. Uh-huh. I said, I haven't got time really, mate. Yeah. It's okay, it's with the kid. So anyway, we've rushed back to his seats following our, um, following our cheese and crackers. <laughs> and, yeah. well. and hors d'oeuvres and various other things this but anyway um, to which Harlow went and bagged three goals in, and Bernardo Silver scored as well so Man City did win 4-2 I've got to say thank you very much to Manchester City you made my nephew and myself feel really at home it's probably one of the best some of the best facilities in the country, Manchester City. Mm. For anybody who's listening to this, if you want to go watch a club in the Northwest, I would say Manchester City over everything else here. It has got the best dining experience. Elsewhere in the Premier League, that was a proper corporate sell that one, was <laughs> it? How corporate tosser did I sound then? It was lovely, I enjoyed it. Manchester United beat Southampton away. Brentford, Everton, uh, Brentford drew with Everton at home. Brighton beat Leeds 1 0. Chelsea beat Leicester 2 1. Uh, Man City, as we said, with Crystal Palace won 4 2. Arsenal in the nighttime game won 2 1. And Liverpool played Bournemouth. Have you seen the score, Dave? I've seen the score, yeah. Have I've you seen, seen the score? Yeah. We were hoping for the ultimate score, but they didn't get it. But they got close to it 9 0, and Mo Salah didn't, Mo Salah? Mo Salah didn't score. Now, on Sunday, my team step up to bat. Okay? So, I do want to talk about Newcastle. So, on the 7th of October 2021, or what I like to refer as the Toon Liberation Day, (laughs) the Saudi PIF Fund, so that's the Saudi government, purchased 80% alongside Capital Partners 10% and the Rubber's Brothers 10% and they purchased Newcastle United. And I'd just like to say how impressed I am. Not only have they pumped money into the club, but what they've done, they've done it in a measured fashion. Yeah. And what I mean by that, Dave, is it would have been a piece of pisco signing Gareth Bale.
0: Yeah, of course. We of course.
1: could go through all those expensive yeah, players yeah. that no bugger really wants, and we could have signed them all and broke all of our wage budgets. But what we've done, we've kept the club on moving terms or moving forward terms. We've hired a new manager in, Eddie Howe, a new director of football in Dean Ashworth, and a new CEO in Darren Eagles. Eels, sorry. Now, Darren Eels started at Atlanta, which was a club which he had to start from the ground up. So, there was no such club when he started there.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: It was just a field. There was no such thing as Atlanta. It was all built. And in the short time to which they've taken over, because they took over last October, the first transfer window was the last January. And we're currently wrapping up the second transfer window. So um, we're not spending a load of money and we are staying within financial fair play. Or that's the rhetoric which we're telling the press. However, when it gets to Trippier for 12 million, Byrne for 13 million, Bruno for 37, Target for 15, Chris Wood for 27, and and Alexander Isaac for 63 million, a grand total of 167 (laughs) million since the beginning of January. At some point, we're going to have to change the rhetoric, guys, that we're not spending (laughs) money. Because it's clear to see, the bank's open. Yeah. That's £167 million in under two transfer windows so far. The rebuild of Newcastle continues. We're still undefeated this season. We were 1 0 down until the very late ambers of the match. And in the last two minutes, Alan St. Maxim got a fantastic goal to level parity, uh, to which we hit the crossbar a couple of times (laughs) in the last couple of minutes. We just kind of went all out attack.
0: Yeah.
1: Aston Villa lost to West Ham. Uh, Stephen Gerrard's going to be the first managerial casualty. Well, Stephen Gerrard's going to get fired in a minute. He's not the first. And Nottingham Forest lost to Tottenham again. 2-0, Two 0 So very, very early on, just dead early on in the tables. When he presses the right <laughs> flipping button, I've got it up here. No, I'm, 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 I was on sentence then. It was only my eye. <laughs> it was only my iPhone that slowed me down on sentence then, and the fact that it's gone dark outside in five G. dropped yeah. off the planet. Yeah. It's, uh... So, who's the bottom three made up of, Dave? Uh,
0: Bottom three, we are 18 Everton, 19 Wolves, and bottom of the table, Leicester City.
1: So, we've got less. so everything from three points down is at risk. So, from 15th, which is Aston Villa, uh, West Ham, and uh, as I heard an English presenter call them, Bournemouth. Bournemouth. Yeah, he called it Bournemouth. I he rang up the show and went. he's yeah. talking as he is he called Brad. Yeah. Uh, Everton, Wolves and Leicester are all in. The top the top seven, just to finesse it so I can <laughs> so I can fit Newcastle in there. Arsenal, Man City, uh, Tottenham, Brighton, Leeds, Chelsea, and Newcastle. With the only disparity on Man City was away to Newcastle, to which they drew 3-3. Tottenham again and Brighton have also drawn. Um, putting Liverpool smack in the middle of rubbish on five points and ninth in the table. Mm. The table's going to be very wide open this year. Yeah. Very wide open because I predict Liverpool are going to fall away again. Uh, Man United have got a second coming cock up in them. And Chelsea are just about to spend around 300 million on like five or six players. So the league's going to look totally different in to three weeks to what it looks mm-hmm. today. So
0: the... I mean, in all fairness, it looks. I know it's an only... exciting
1: Premier League. Yeah, we're only
0: um how many games in? Four, four, four games in, and you y- you know it- it's swapped and changed all over the place. What the fuck has happened here?
1: But what I would like to talk about is something that I have been so excited about. If it's happening in December, I. Had a excitement piece of wee in my pants. Oh, okay. December seventeenth, Tyson Fury versus Alexand- Alexander Usyk. Usyk. December eighteenth, the World, world Cup, Cup final. final. Now I'm going to level with you, Dave. If England hit this World Cup final, me and you are off the grid seventeenth till the <laughs> till the nineteenth of December. You won't be able to find me. Especially if it was the other way around. The world he should have done it on the, on the 19th, in all honesty. Because if England won the World Cup yeah. final, it would just be a constant party. Yeah. He should have done it the other way around, but he's done it that way around. If that gets announced. Now, do you think, sorry to skip from football and my beloved Newcastle, straight into our Christmas plans, do you think Tyson Fury defeats him? Yes. Yeah, it was, I do too. Yeah, I yeah, was just hoping you gave me a different thing. I think he walked straight through him.
0: Yeah. He's um he's told um the WBC that he's going to fight on. Um, so he, they haven't stripped him of the belt, so yeah. he's still the champ. Um, he's not quote unquote retired. Um, because he announced his retirement, that's when he vacated the Ring Magazine belt. That's why you said he's got it. But no, he's told them that he's going to fight on. So, hopefully, the money's there. It'll get signed, and we'll have, we'll finally have the super fight um, of this heavyweight era. You know what I mean? We've had them before. Uh, We had the the, you know the Lennox Lewis Evander Holyfield's. You know, we've. um,
1: I think Lennox was the last one, wasn't
0: he? I think Lennox Lewis was the last one to hold all the belts at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Um and you know we're finally gonna get that fight that will unify all of the major belts, plus that Mickey Mouse belt that Yusuf's got as well. Can never remember which one it is, but he's got a he's got a Mickey Mouse belt. Um Lennox is still the
1: linear champion, isn't he?
0: Oh well, no, because he retired. So
1: Well he must have been talking nonsense hmm. in Um
0: and in all fairness, if it wasn't for the bloody cut on his eye, Vitali Klitschko would have pummeled Lennox Lewis. Um and they stopped they stopped the because of because of the cut. Um, but yeah, Klitschko would have would have destroyed him. Um, that was a, I mean, that was a young,
1: that was a young Klitschko, a
0: young, angry, feisty, and Vitaly was always the uh, was always the the more exciting of the two brothers. Um, but yeah, he would have pulled him. Um, yeah, I, I, if if the fight gets signed, I, I, I can't see Fury losing half um, a billion, half a billion. Jesus wept.
1: That's what he wants.
0: That's that's a lot of
1: money. Says I'm not getting up for less than half a billion. That's a lot of money. Wow. We've gone from free to don't, half a billion in two interviews.
0: Don't talk to me about billions and trillions, man. We all know my track we <laughs> yeah, yeah. working out. I've done that. I remember that. Dead working out them going. zeros. What?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I got I got all confused with that. Um, we've got Thingy um, Ruiz and Ortiz fighting next weekend. So. Mm-hmm. Andy Ruiz who beat um, Joshua, and um, Ortiz who, um, who nearly beat Deontay Wilder twice, and was beating Deontay Wilder up in that second fight. He was destroying him until he got and knocked then, out. And then Wilder just found that that left hand, um, and so that 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 should be quite interesting. Um, of will walk through him. It's you know Anthony Joshua this this. There's fights out. This fights out there for him if he wants to carry on. You know, he I'm could...
1: looking forward to ben, Eubank Ben.
0: Oh yeah, the, the sons. That's gotten right. That's the gotten nasty. Eubank. That as I've yeah, been watching yeah. the press conferences. I have, yeah, Eubank wins that one. By the way, he's already um, said
1: I retire if I lose.
0: Yeah, Eubank wins that one. I don't think Eubank is as good as, um, as, as anybody made him out to be, and especially as, as much as Eubank made himself out to be.
1: I'm talking Chris um, or his son. Junior. Oh right, I was I going to say I think his dad's fantastic. I don't think
0: I don't think he's as good. And and the problem was it, the problem is his dad. The problem is Chris Eubank Senior. Let him go. Let him get a proper trainer. Let him you know let him go and do his own thing. Leave him alone. Um, and he he would have been so much better. Uh, Chris Eubank Senior, uh, one of my favourite boxers, if not my favourite boxer of all time. Um, the, the, one of the best in the world uh, mm-hmm. ever. And I'm with you on that, mate. Just phenomenal. Go, I mean, I know he lost, but go watch that that, that Joe Calzaghi fight. You know what I mean? Eubank and Joe Calzaghi. Go and watch Eubank and Ben. Mm. Go and watch Eubank and Watson. You know, horrible ending, but go and watch Eubank and Watson. Go, just absolutely brilliant, brilliant fighter. Um, one of the best in the world, and 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 one of my favourite boxers of all time. Uh the Sons, Conor Bannon, and Chris Eubank Jr., I'm not really that interested in it to all fairness. I'll
1: watch it. Cause... I don't think Eubanks are interested in it yeah. from how we were talking. I'll,
0: I'll watch it, but uh that's eh, one of them. Um the the uh, Ruiz Ortiz fight I'm quite interested in and see what comes of that. Um who's it's fighting as well, um Parker. Um who the hell's he fighting?
1: I can't remember. Parker's fighting soon as well. Um I think I'll be in London next weekend for that. Is it on the Saturday night?
0: It is on the Saturday, yes. Something else that's happening on the Saturday um, is, and we, we'll end the show just after this, we're, we're already in overtime, um, is the Taylor Hawkins Memorial concert at Wembley. Oh, is it? Yeah, that's Saturday. Um, go on.
1: Something else that's happening on Saturday. Oh, what? Well. I'm doing a boat race for the Corporate Games on the River Thames. Oh, wow. Come along and watch me if you want. Raw, raw, raw.
0: Londoners, go and and see Cleon in a boat. I'd be there. It's a dragon boat. Oh, my good God. Um, Yeah, I'd be there, but I'm not going to be. So, sorry.
1: I'm going to have... Have you seen the Take That Flood video? Yeah. That's me. In my mind, that's my outfit.
0: (laughs) 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 Oh, Video call me while you're doing it. Um, I will. Yes, the Taylor Hawkins Memorial Concert, which me and my uh, drummer Trevor uh, tried to get tickets to, but we were unsuccessful. Um, however, it has been announced that it is being televised live. Um, so in America, it doesn't matter because we're not in it, Paramount, it's on Paramount Plus yeah. in America. Uh, and over here, it's on Pluto TV, which is free. It's a free TV streaming app. Yes, uh, yes. But it's on Pluto TV and I believe MTV's YouTube channel will be streaming it as well. One of them, I think Pluto TV is listed as internationally and MTV YouTube is listed as globally. I don't know the difference.
1: <laughs> but you can get through this My Sky app. You can get the Pluto, Peacock, yeah. Sky, Prayer, Paramount Plus. You can get all those apps. Yeah. Through, said Sky yeah, go. through Sky Skygo, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Um, yeah so that that's going to be on TV. I think it starts. The streaming starts at four thirty on Saturday. Uh, that will literally be me on Saturday. I'm going to watch the whole thing. I'm probably going to cry a little bit. Um, the the lineup looks really good. From like uh, Brian May is going to be there. Roger Taylor is going to be there. Course screen again. You know what I mean? Rufus Taylor is going to be there. Roger Taylor's son. Um, Uh, You know, there's loads of acts that have been announced for it that are going to be there. Um, It's going to be emotional. Uh, It's going to be fun. Like I say, probably going to shed a little tear and cannot wait to watch that. Um, It is available on demand the day after as well, so don't know how long for. Um, But yeah, that's that's on Saturday uh, coming up, which uh, will be very cool to watch. Uh, The Formula One's back. That came back this weekend from its three-week break. Uh, I really wanted to be able to talk... All excitedly about this weekend's race, but it was boring.
1: Um Loads of loads he's of fourteenth th- up to first, didn't
0: it? Yeah, but this is, Max Verstappen, he's fucking brilliant. That's why he did that. Um He's really he's a really good driver with the best car on the grid. So yeah, that was always going to happen. Well,
1: how, is, how is it when Max Verstappen or Valtteri Verstappen or whatever, Gazza has, has got the fastest car and the best on the grid? It's like, mm. but when Lewis Hamilton's got it, he's Lewis. Lou.
0: Because it's Lewis and it's like... All
1: right, okay right, yeah. uh, No, um, Just an observation, that's all.
0: Yeah. It was never in doubt, in all fairness, because everybody else had a pretty shit weekend. So, um, do you know what you should do? Go on.
1: Give them all 1.2 Fiestas.
0: Just give them all, yeah, give, give them all the same car. Give them all Make 1.2 2
1: Fiestas, in. 1.2 Fiestas, the old ones. The old ones, yeah. Or old XR2Is yeah. and say, right, none of you can go any quicker. You've all got a limiter at 120. <laughs> Who's the best driver?
0: Yeah, no DRS, no ERS, none of this. None of that bollocks. Like just fucking, it's halo stuff. Yeah. Get rid of it. Fucking, just get, get out of there. Send in a roll fuck cage. It, no cars. Just run. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, so loads of loads of drivers, teams took engine penalties. So everywhere that everybody qualified on Saturday wasn't where they started on Sunday. Um, and the reason they do it in Belgium is because it's a nice, easy. Track to overtake on an Alvarado, so it's like, well, we might as well do it here because we stand a good chance of being able to overtake and get back up. Um, Ferrari
1: had a right mare.
0: Ferrari had a mare, but that's that's just been Ferrari's mo at the moment. So, you know, have a mare. That's 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 their weekend speed thing. Speed
1: up to get out the pits. Drive too fast into the pits, then get a speed penalty in <laughs> the pits. That takes away all the point of coming in quick to get a pit. Well, what? Mercedes had a
0: bit of a mare as well with Muppets. Lewis Hamilton. Turning, turning into Fernando Alonso which uh, hats off to Hamilton took took the full blame for it. Um uh yeah, he ended up turning taking a corner, turning into Alonso's um driving line and then literally driving over Alonso's wheel, um causing his car to flip up in the air, to land and then break basically. Uh, so he was out before one lap was even complete. Um and then he, after that incident, it just became a normal race because yeah. Verstappen and and Leclerc are that good, and the cars are better than anybody else in the midfield. And the midfield cars know that, so they're not going to fight them. They're not going to lose three seconds on their you want lap. Them out of the way, so they're they just going to let them on. go past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's what was happening. Next thing you know, Verstappen's back back in first. Perez is second. Um, you know, Carlos signs because he didn't have an engine penalty. up in third. George Russell had a brilliant race. He ended up fourth. Um, it just ended up after about six, seven laps. It just ended up being a normal race, and it didn't get exciting. I was just like, "Oh, okay," uh, and kind of watched it a bit bored. In all fairness, I wanted this really exciting race, full of overtaking and and, and racing, and just didn't get it.
1: What well, I'm really got to name about motorsport? I am because I don't think it should have the word "sport" next to it. I think it should mm. just. Uh, I think it should just be called motor racing. I don't racing. think it should be called sport. It should be a sport. No, because if someone can... You get where, well, you know what I'm going to say now. If someone can have the best car that's going to win all the best races until the other garage catches, catches up with it, it's not sport.
0: Is that like a football team having more money than another football team and signing no, all the
1: good players? No, that's like one football team one season signing all the best players and never losing a game and winning every game. It's never happened. mm it's never happened, ever.
0: Mm. You've had teams dominate, though,
1: haven't you? For yeah, periods teams of time, dominate for periods of time. But... Man United, for one. You know? <laughs> yeah, but that was only because they had a crop of youngsters all coming through at the same time. It's never mm. happened since.
0: I suppose. Yeah, yeah, I get you. Do you get yeah. what I mean? But that—that like... that, that is part of motorsport. It's you know what I mean. That's if you've got if you develop a really good car, which is what Mercedes yeah. did. If you develop a really good car, um then and then because Mercedes didn't have a good car until 2001, 12, 14, 2014, that's when the turbo hybrid era started. They didn't have a good car. They weren't in the running to win anything. Um they were a, a mid, you know, a, a mid table car. Um and then they developed a good car and they had two brilliant drivers, um, which Throws them into first place, and if you if you get first in the constructors' championship, the the FIA gives you a ton of money. There you go, well done. So then you've got loads of money, and you can you can now develop your car
1: like with Even all this the, money you've got. Yeah, yeah. You've
0: already got the best car, and now you've got all this money to throw at it, which is why um, Mercedes dominated throughout the whole turbo hybrid era. And it wasn't until last season um, when Mercedes still won the constructors' championship. But he, and, and in all fairness, they Max Verstappen only won that championship because of a really shitty goal like, from Massey.
1: They should um, have like a constructors' cup in football. Like if you had a really good transfer, Windy. <laughs> Do you get what I mean? Yeah. These have all made. These have all not wasted a bunch of money. You get the construction cup. Yeah. You yeah. got you, however, have pissed your money away. You get, yeah. the, bog you cup. get the bog roll. You
0: get yeah, the bog roll. yeah 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 yeah. Anyway, let's go home. That's good
1: though. Um, yeah yeah let's let's go home.
0: um big thanks to everybody that listens week in and week out you guys are awesome don't forget to follow and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts we're available pretty much wherever podcasts are available including spotify apple podcasts mixcloud um stitcher we're on stitcher i think um google podcasts that's a thing we're on there don't think we're on TuneIn. i'll have a look we might we might be on tuning radio i'm not sure um, does anybody still use tune radio? I
1: don't think anyone still uses oh. tune-in radio is that yeah. still a
0: thing? I've used it a couple of times over the last month don't know why I just have
1: uh,
0: yeah so subscribe follow give us a like find us on social media on Twitter it's at Shinglers and you can follow me on Twitter Shinglers underscore list follow Cleon at KL and on Instagram it's Shinglers underscore list and KL 5 you guys are awesome and we will see you next time